He wasn't just a shit for blaming me when I was only carrying out his instructions. He was a cowardly shit. He didn't have the guts to admit to his rich friends that he was losing all their money on an idea that just wasn't working. To my mind, if he had any bottle, he'd put up his hand and confess before everything disappeared down the plug hole. But he wouldn't, of course. Too much loss of face. Plus, he'd be out of a job. Sounds like you'd all be. I hadn't noticed Jeff when I'd come in. I was too steamed up, I guess. He was sitting at the end of the bar, reading a paper and smoking a roll-up. Balding, about fifty, with a little pot belly, a bit tanned and weather-beaten. Nothing remarkable to look at. Nothing remarkable about him at all, in fact. Yeah, I suppose that's half the problem, mate, I said, and turned back to Steve, who decided that this was the moment to visit the gents. Sorry, I couldn't help overhearing. Jeff smiled. That's all right. I finished my pint and ordered another half. Didn't want to roll back pissed and give Martin more ammunition against me. At which point Steve banged out of the gents, looking green. Christ, the stink in there. I'll have to wait till we get back to work. The landlady looked sheepish. Tree roots had damaged a pipe, she explained. She'd called various drainage companies, but the earliest someone could come was the day after tomorrow. There was nothing to be done. Unless... She looked pleadingly at Jeff. He pulled a face. You've got to get it fixed, Shirley. And properly, you know. Yes, yes, I know, and I will. But just for now, Jeff, would you? Jeff looked at her, sighed, put his paper down and disappeared through a door behind the bar. He's fantastic, the landlady enthused. Nothing phases him at all. Geoffrey appeared holding a length of garden hose. I'm going to need a volunteer, he said. Steve and I looked at each other. No way. But there were only us and a couple of young girls in there, plus this old bloke with a dog, both dozing in the corner. Don't worry. It's only to turn on a tap. Steve shook his head, immovable. You then. Come on. Jeff nodded to me and went into the gents. I looked at Steve. Take a deep breath, he advised. I did and followed Jeff. The hum was disgusting, but not half as disgusting as what came next. The gents was cramped, Victorian, lined with dirty white tiles and badly in need of a makeover. The sort of place you really don't want to spend more time in than you have to. Jeff had rolled up his sleeves and was wrestling with a metal inspection plate in the middle of the floor. Fix that on the tap, would you? He gave me one end of the hose pipe, which I secured onto the cold tap that fed the cracked hand basin in the corner. I looked round, and the sight turned my stomach. Jeff had got the inspection plate off, revealing a square pit in the floor, full of sewage, piss and shit and water, bits of floating toilet paper, a condom. But more than that, he was down on his knees, taking his watch off and putting it in his pocket. Then he picked up the other end of the hosepipe and stuffed it deep into the pit. His arm went with it, past the elbow. Turn it full on, he ordered. I turned the tap, and the level of sewage in the hole started to rise. I glanced anxiously at Jeff, ready to turn off the water, but his gaze was fixed. The sewage continued to rise, threatening to spill over the floor. There was a gurgle and a loud burp. A large bubble broke the surface. But still the sewage rose. Jeff turned his face from the hole, trying to breathe some less fetid air. He jabbed the hose deeper. More! he barked, 
his whole arm in now, right up to the armpit. I tried to turn the tap. It's on full, I said, my throat tightening. My beer was starting to churn back up my throat, and still the sewage rose. Jeff grunted, grimacing at the smell, working away at the blockage. Grunt, jab, grunt, jab. Then he smiled. Got it, he said. And, as if by magic, the level started to drop. Gradually at first, then more rapidly, as he moved the hose around in the pit, using the force of water to clear a larger and larger gap in the blocked pipe at the bottom. Suddenly, with a deep sucking sound, the pit was empty. Jeff pulled his arm clear, took the hose in the other hand, and washed down his dirty arm in the stream of clean water. Thanks, he said with a smile. You can get back to your beer now. I fled back to the bar, dazed at what I'd seen. The simple, no-nonsense heroin.